This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Our veterans represent the best of America. You are the very spine of America, not just the backbone, you're the spine of this country. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 107.1. Good Lord, man. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did you hear? Talking about American veterans, he's like, you're not just the backbone of this country. You're the spine. And then he emphasized spine like he was being really clever. Failing to understand that he had just said something that was complete dumbassery. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. And let me tell you something, okay? I love my audience. The, the numbers are looking really good. The, you know, a lot of people are listening to this, to, to this show and to all the morning shows, and we appreciate it. Because you know what? You're not just the leg bone. You're the femur. Okay? <laughs> you're not just the gizzard. You're the intestines. Did that work? I'm not sure. Two one zero. This is Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. You're not just the heart; you're the coronary pump. <laughs> you're not just the cojones. No, I'm not going to go there. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's a you know whatever you want to talk about. I don't care. I'm tired. Um, this is kind of funny. Well, not funny. This is interesting. I, I'm a huge Monty Python fan. And I, I seriously judge people, and Chris does too. If you're a Monty Python fan, don't you judge people based on whether or not they like Monty Python or, or, or don't? If you don't like Monty Python, what is wrong with you? Actually, my wife doesn't like Monty Python. We still got married. We still got married. But a huge uh, John Cleese fan. In fact, John Cleese, I would have to say, is I, I also was a big John Cleese and Graham... Uh, well, what was his name? Um, I just went blank on his name. It's not horrible. The one who passed away in the 80s. God, I can't believe I just went south on his name. Uh, John Cleese uh, was my favorite. I just think he's he's just Graham Chapman, right? I, think, I thought those two, because they really, the way they did the writing, Eric Idle and, and, and uh, uh, the, Terry Jones kind of wrote stuff together, and then, uh, uh, Graham Chapman and John Cleese wrote stuff together. Actually, John Cleese and Graham Chapman started Monty Python, uh, when they met at college. Uh, Graham Chapman, I think, was a, was a medical student, actually. And so I've been a lifelong fan of John Cleese and of Monty Python, and, you know, I, I just love that kind of humor. And, uh, he, John Cleese, who's in his 80s now, but he's still funny as crap was supposed to uh, give a talk at Cambridge. And then he he bowed out because uh, of the woke stuff. There was a, a prior speaker, Andrew Graham Dixon, who I guess is some manner of comedian, 
and he had used a German accent to impersonate Hitler and did some racial slurs and stuff for, uh, d- during his shtick or gig or whatever. And he, you know, they, they, uh, they got all upset with him and said, you're banned from ever coming here again. He said it was meant to be satirical, satir- satirical and was not an, an endorsement of Hitler or anti-Semitism, claiming he had intended to underline the utterly evil nature of Hitler and his regime. That's according to Deadline. Point being, they banned the guy. He's never coming back. And so Cleese sent them a note saying, you know, I was looking forward to talking to students at the Cambridge Union this Friday, but I hear that someone there has been blacklisted for doing an impersonation of Hitler. I regret that I did the same on a Monty Python show, so I am blacklisting myself before someone else does. Rock on, John, man. That's great. Good on him, man. What a bunch of schmucks. I, I just, I'm so sick of this woke crap. He is too, apparently. Well, he's been talking about it. Yeah. You know, he, he got, you got, you got John Cleese talking about it. You got Chappelle talking about it. You got, uh, Adam Carolla talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and people need to start standing up to this crap. And then you got Jay Leno and Dan Aykroyd who are just folding like something I can't say on the radio. A cheap lawn chair. A cheap lawn chair. And say, well, maybe you shouldn't tell those jokes anymore. Crap. What a bunch of, that's why I love being offensive on this show. I, I love KTSA in the fact that they let me be as offensive as I am <laughs> on a routine basis. Go ahead, cancel my ass, make my day. You know, I, seriously. For instance, when a listener writes in saying, tell Sean to top, stop talking about himself, we just say, talk about yourself a little more. Me, me, <laughs> me. The show's all about me. <laughs> I'm not a narcissist, but it's all about me. Me, 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 me. But he's right. You know, this, this crap has got, it's, it's killing comedy. Comedy is, is the, I've always said is the last, you know, line of defense against the loss of free speech. When, when the comedians start shutting down, free speech is gone, man. You've got to be able to go wherever you need to go to be funny and to make a point. Because the best comedians, uh, are really social observers, in a sense. Reflecting society and culture back at itself, right? That's when it's the best. That's when comedy is best. And you can't do that if you if you have to edit as you go. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I find the best comedy is when you take a subject, a human being or what have you, and put it in a situation where it totally doesn't belong. <laughs> Right. And, and they did that beautifully. Yeah. Oh, Monty, oh, Monty Python. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. It was wonderful. Oh, I love that show. Yeah. That's another one of those shows, though, that would never get on the air today. What do you think about it? Look, it's a lot of the sex jokes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the, you know, Eric Idle playing a <laughs> black South African waiter <laughs> in, in, one, in, in one skit I remember now. <laughs> You know, I mean, uh, it, it show well a lot of stuff. Would, like Benny Hill would never get on the air. No, not these days. Not at all. But the, the, again, the point being that comedy needs to be honest, and sometimes comedy needs to go over that edge, either to be just for the pure funniness of it, or to make whatever point you're trying to make. I I can't think of an instance where a comedian caused an all-out riot by something that they had said. I, it's never as, happened as a joke, right? You know, I mean, when you when you pay money to go see the likes of 
Dave Chappelle, right, or what have you. Uh, you kind of know what's going to happen. Well, you know, I saw George Carlin years ago. Oh yeah, and I remember. I remember watching people who took offense to something he had said get up and walk out. It was like, but you knew he was going to go. <laughs> you knew he was going to go there. You know? <laughs> it's like going to, to going to a Richard Pryor concert and getting uh, upset about the profanity. You know, yeah, that's like going to see Gallagher and getting mad that you got you know smashed watermelon <laughs> or some other fruit all right. over the front of your shirt. It's bound to happen. You I, know? I concur. But I, you just kind of have to. What's that? I hate mallets. And Gallagher. <laughs> Gallagher and roller skates. <laughs> I just I, I I never saw Gallagher, but he had this is so strange. He had a brother. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that? He did the same act. The same act. Look look the I actually saw the brother. Did you see the brother? Yeah, because they didn't really say his name is like Leo or something. Right. Leo and, Gallagher. And it, and it just said Gallagher, but in you know, right above Gallagher in small <laughs> letters, it said Leo. And, and I guess now, most were... of us don't know Gallagher's real name. Right, right. You know. But when we got into the club um, I'm looking like, this is not the guy we saw in Merv Griffin back in the 70s. Merv Go Griffin. <laughs> Merv. A I can't totally re- different guy. I can't remember if that was, if Gallagher was cool with that or if they had some kind of legal yeah, thing going on. It was a big legal back it and forth. It was a legal yeah. back and forth. Right. Dude was traveling around doing Gallagher's shtick. Anyway, 210-599-5555. Well, when you, you look like Gallagher, you, your name what? is Gallagher, we, what I, are you going to I do? think we sponsored him when I, at my very first radio station. I'm like, are we really going to sponsor, you know, have, support this show? It's not the real guy. All right, 210-599-5555. It's not the real guy. <laughs> Esteban, James, and Roland, hang on, okay? We'll, I'll be right back, and I'll talk to you guys. Uh, 210-599-5555. Hey, this is David Van Camp, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Should I talk to him now or should I wait? We got a bunch of folks on the phone. I just want to, everybody wants to talk about something different. We're kind of free-forming it. Here's Roland. Roland, how you doing? I'm doing okay. How about you? Another day in paradise. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you know? Don't you know you you ought to improve your vocabulary? Do what? Don't you know what? Don't you know what spine means? What spine means? Yeah, spine means you're the backbone, the backbone, the strong, the strong boy. I mean, I don't mean to say boy, the the strong person. Uh, okay, now listen. What? Dude, he okay. said he now, said you're the, the backbone spine, and the spine. Biden is the spine of the nation. What do you think he is? The the, the pinky toe? The pinky toe? What are you rambling about? What He's drugs are you taking? So he said you know, you're not only the backbone, you're the spine. That is the same stinking thing. The, the spine means the strongest part of a thing. You the backbone thing is? is the spine, man. Yeah. Right, I gotta go. Uh, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Jumping Jesus. That guy's a weirdo, isn't he? I, I wasn't sure what he was. What he? What he was? I wasn't sure what he was on about. I don't think he does either. So it's okay. Well, I don't know what he's doing, but it's not working for him, man. Well, here's uh, here's James. James, how you doing? Hey, pretty good. Uh, but. Facial color thing that Biden's pumping. Him and old Hooter 
they bought up a bunch of them masks over in China from the Good Chinese. Day. And uh, they give about a dime or a quarter or something for them, and they sell them for three bucks over here, and they bought millions of them. Hooter ain't so crazy, is it? <laughs> Somebody's making some money off them damn masks. What is this, hee-haw? What the hell's going on here? I'm sorry. Uh, here's Esteban. Esteban, how are you doing? All right. I heard Joe Biden, and I was thinking to myself, I, I wish Santa Ana would win because would have won because that would have spared me from being under the, a moron in the White House, <laughs> a dumb gringo. <laughs> you know, is it a, it's amazing, isn't it? You know, you can't get much more white trash in the current occupant in the White House. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, I know. Have a good one, man. All right, thank you. I know. He's from Delaware. That's why this crap that you always hear about him, Scrappy from Scranton, that's such a load of crap, man. He left there when he was a child. All right? He left there when he was a child. He spent most of his life in freaking Delaware. And I used to live in Delaware. I'm not proud. Actually, you know, the, the parts of Delaware, we are talking about this yesterday, that aren't bad. The coast is, is pretty cool. I lived in Rehoboth Beach, just down from Lewis, which is another beach town. And I, Because I, I, I worked, I did a lot of work in Ocean City, Maryland, and they're all connected. It's all the same coast. And I, lo- I love a good be- I love beach towns, man. Right now, my favorite is Corpus. But once you move into the interior of Delaware, slower, lower Delaware, as we call it, you're dealing with some old-school racism, man. Some old-school trash racism. Serious up. Serious. It's, it's like the civil rights movement never happened, man. That is the land that time forgot. And that's Joe Biden. He is just an old-school Redneck racist, and I, I almost I hate saying that because it's insulting the rednecks. But he's been making these kind of, like when he said the thing yesterday about the black baseball leagues, you know, using a term that's oh, only about 50 years out of date, you know. It, that's Joe Biden. It's The thing about Biden is he's everything that they accused Trump of being. I mean, they, they, they went with a guy who actually is corrupt and, and uses his office to not only protect his family, but enrich his family. He's actually a white supremacist. He's actually a racist. He's a freaking corrupt, wealthy, establishment white guy racist. And a misogynist. He is everything they said Donald Trump was and was not. And so listening to people try to defend that piece of crap is just hilarious to me, man. You know, and people do. They do, man. Oh, yes, they do. Yeah, and they still try to defend him, and he's, he's, a, he's a horrible piece of crap. There, I said it. The president is a horrible piece of crap. How does that make you feel? And a racist. And, in fact, Barack Obama was a racist as well. Okay. How, how come we haven't heard Kamala Harris say anything about the, <laughs> about the, uh, the, uh, uh, Arlington speech there on Veterans Day? I, Kamala, you know, doesn't have much to say about that sort of thing now, does she? No. She's explaining what a hypothesis is 
to French scientists yeah, at the Louis Pasteur Institute. Here's Alex. Alex, how you doing? Man, I'm doing fine, man. It's sunny and nice. Listen, I just wanted to mention something to you real quick hmm. on uh, Kamala. First of all, who names their daughter Kamala, whatever <laughs> that means, when she was over there in France and she said, the plan, the plan. She was actually saying, the plane, the plane. <laughs> all right, thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs> we did that joke yesterday, Alex. It's okay, though. Thanks for paying attention, pal. Ooh, I don't know what Kimberly and Esteban got going, but, man, they showing all kinds of seafood up there, man. Crawdads. Look at that, that catfish. Catfish and crawdads, crab legs, and shrimps. Are them wearing a sweater today? Or? Oh, well, that that's never going to leave me now, the sweater thing. Right. Sweater gate, November 12, 2021. I was just trying to find out why the chick kept putting on a sweater. That's all. Right. She's, she's in, a, in a studio, man. Well, why don't you just call over there and ask? I'm not going to do that. That'd be creepy. No, not at all. That'd be creepy as hell. Not at all. Hey, uh, is Vanessa Martin available? Yeah, it's Sean over at KTSA. We were just wondering why during certain breaks you are wearing a sweater, and then the next time around you're not. Why are you wearing a sweater, Vanessa? Why did you put the sweater on? We just want to know. You know, that'd be creepy. Yeah, it's expected of you, though. See how you are. Um, See how <laughs> you are. <laughs> She's like my sister. Yeah, right. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine. Why did you put this sweater on? <laughs> Would you like to wear my sweater? Oh, we got to take a break. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. And we're back. Newstalk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. I'm Sean. Hi. Happy freaking birthday, Neil Young. He's 106 now. He just turned 106 years of age, Chris. Did you know that? I can't stand Neil Young. Can I say that? Let me say it again. I can't stand Neil Young. He's one of those old fart hippies that I just can't deal with anymore. You know what I mean? He's always so freaking angry. Neil freaking Young. I can't stand him. I just and he's married to he's married to somebody who I'm absolutely in love with. Oh, Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah. It's a little out of type for you. Oh, I've She's always had a thing for Daryl Hannah, man. Blonde and I'm not into white chicks, but I mean, I I, I was at one. You'll point. make the exception for Daryl Hannah. I met her once. Uh, I interviewed her uh, years ago in Colorado Springs. Was she with Jackson Brown at the time? Because they were an item for, for they, years. She might have been. She was. It was a movie premiere, uh, some political comedy. I can't remember the name of it now. And her and the other lead actor were there. And Chris Christopherson. I met Christopherson there. Awesome. But the one thing about Daryl Hannah, she comes out and, she, and I. I've been in love with her since Blade Runner when she played that the the replicant. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just and and plus uh, the Kill Bill movies. I thought she was great in those. Right. And she comes out, and she's wearing sweats. And she had a little piece of asparagus in her teeth, and I just thought that was so cute. I don't know why. It's like, oh, you're just a regular person. Right. You get a piece of asparagus in your teeth. But um, then she married that old fart, Neil Young. Right. And now. I want to see you smile again because I'm so in love with you. 
on this harvest moon. I just hate his voice. Yeah, I always thought he was a fine songwriter. Mm-hmm. You know, probably one of the better ones. I think. Yeah, well, he but, could he could write some great yeah, stuff. He writes great stuff. However, <laughs> that voice. Yeah. yeah. Keep you searching for a heart of gold, old man. Walking around <laughs> and I'm getting old. And now you are. <laughs> it happened. Now you're really old, Neil. How's it feel to be 106? So happy birthday to Neil Young. Right. Uh, what was the other thing? Oh, um, uh, Travis Scott. You know what's funny? But can I say something that's been bugging me since uh, this Travis Scott thing came up? Just to be honest with you. Chris, and you, you're a little closer maybe to the generation than I am, but like all rap guys got weird names, right? Like P. Diddy. Mm-hmm. Juice World. Juice World. Things like that. This guy's got a name like a country singer. Travis Scott. I, I thought Travis Scott. I thought he was like a country singer. I'm from Texas. Travis Scott. But he, he but he doesn't have he doesn't have like some, you know I don't think that's his real name though. Well, why the hell would he change it to that? It's not his real name? I don't believe so. Well, let's do a Google search. Look that up. Because why would you change your name? Because it's not a very rappy sounding name, is it? I said rappy. Jacques Berman Webster II. Well, that's more interesting than freaking Travis Scott. Well, Jacques? Yeah, I think so. Jacques D. He could have been Jacques D. <laughs> Is that racist? Um, it just, no, I, when I first heard Travis Scott, I'm like, oh, it must have been a country singer. So he's put out a statement. His people put out a statement for him. A new statement. Over the last week, Travis Scott and his team have been actively exploring... I mean, how contrived is this crap? Over the last week, Travis Scott and his team have been actively exploring roots of connection with each and every family affected by the tragedy through the appropriate liaisons. He is distraught by the situation and desperately wishes to share his condolences and provide aid to them as soon as possible, but wants to remain respectful of each family's wishes on how they'd best like to be connected. To those families who would like to reach out directly to his team, please send an email to the below address where we will have a team on hand to assist. Why does that just sound horrible to me? Something about that just sounds horrible and cheap. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you know... Not that I'm defending him in any way, shape, or form, but this is one of those situations where it doesn't matter what he does well, or what he right. tries to do, it's not going to be the one fix for everybody. That's we true. have nine people now, yeah, who are and, and young people, yeah. Um, so anything he says is going to be it's, it's, sound screwed up. Yeah, it's it's just going to sound self-serving and and worthless to a to a lot of people. Well, you're right. You got me there. And, and, and I wasn't trying to get you there. I just you, you know, got me, Don. It's okay. You completely turned this segment on its ass. You it's all right, man. You. I'll make my way back. No, I'm kidding with you. <laughs> you can admit that I got you. <laughs> no, but you be, it's a fair point. No, I mean, I'm just, you know, for the last week, uh, well, since Saturday morning when I woke up to the news, uh, you know, I've been watching his team try to put something out there. Right. 
that's going to that's going to kind of turn this little, and it's just not going to happen. I know. I got to take a break, but and yeah, I, yeah. And I think perhaps paying for the for the funeral expenses for the for the unfortunately the deceased people, uh, that's a step in the right direction. Yeah, I'll give them that. You know, um, but it, it's right. just it's going to take years and years and years. Oh yeah, to, to, I I concur. Yeah. I got to take a break. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Is everybody having a good time? Phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599. Feeling a little, little tired. A little slappy. A little slappy and tired. Trey will be back on Monday. We'll be back to normal on Monday. He'll be back on the 550 KTSA Morning News at 5 a.m. And then we do Ware and Rima uh, from uh, 7 to not, uh, 7 to, I just forgot, 7 to 11. No, I can't believe I screwed that up. So 7 to 9. We'd, I've been on the air so long now, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> 7 to 9, so, we do Ware and Rima. Well, let's get this straight. <laughs> Trey Ware. Yes. Solo, 5 to 7. Right. 7 to 9. Right. Wearing Rima. That's me and Trey. Trey and me. And then 9 to 11. That's me. You. Just me by myself, by my lonesome. Right. Ugh, it's been a long two days, man. Well, the thing is, we've had other things, too. We've had we had a photo shoot yesterday with Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins mm-hmm. in the afternoon. Right. Uh, and Wednesday, we had an afternoon sales meeting that went on for a few hours. <laughs> Don't they always? Yeah. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. So it's just been a heavy two days that's, for, that's why for I, old Uncle Sean. That's why I do news. That's why you do I'm news. I'm exempt from any of that. <laughs> so, you know, I'm going to go home and take a nap. Here's Richard. Richard, how you doing? Hey there, Sean. Pretty good, pretty good. Happy Friday. Happy oh, Friday. I know you need it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, let, let me ruin it for you. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember if it's on you and Trey's show or the first part of your show. You were talking about inflation. Right. And I, uh, you were dead on with the money printing, but that's only the surface. Of right. The, the Federal Reserve Board is buying commercial paper, corporate bonds by the billions every mm. month. And that money never is printed. It's all electronic. So they're breaking us all with Al Gore's internet. Well, you know, we have a, a it's things are already costing more. There's a lot of stuff just not there at all. Gas is creeping up to 4 bucks a gallon and some places even higher than that. And we haven't even begun to feel the full you know, punch of this economic disaster that's coming. You know, they, I uh, they they got a target. If you're saving money for your kids' college or anything like that, we're all screwed. Yep, I, I agree, man. I agree. I appreciate it. Have a good Friday. <laughs> yeah, thank you. We're all screwed. Have a good Friday. I'm sorry. I got distracted. I was watching another slingshot video. Look at that. Um, what? It helps me focus. The slingshot videos? Yeah, they Daytona slingshot. Right. You enjoy watching people be hurtled through the air. I, I do. Attached to I a do. plastic chair and a bungee cord. It's my new, it's not a, quite an obsession. It's just something that I follow and I watch. And I'm watching one right now. Mm. 
Gravity does some amazing things. It really yeah, does. It does. Centrifugal wow. force does some Is amazing something things. something you started doing during the pandemic? The I think no, Chris time? turned me on to it because he said, you got to see this guy puke on his girlfriend. <laughs> right. I'm like, huh. And so then they started popping up on my feed. And then Chris, the, the, I haven't, I don't think, I don't think I, he showed me another one where this chick's hairpiece fell off. Mm-hmm. Right. I saw one where a young girl got hit with a pigeon. Yeah, I saw that pigeon, one. Pigeon flew into the path and yes, kind of hover. Yes, wandered around her head for a little while. That was freaked kinda, her out, man. That was funny. And then I've I still haven't seen the one where the guy's fake tooth comes out. I got to try yeah. to find that one. I like when grown men cry. That makes me when laugh. grown men cry, I scream. Well, I like the, that one. The ones, the people that pass out multiple times. <laughs> right. They're, it's just good, clean family fun. Okay. It is. Well, I mean, and, and I do enjoy that, but I, when the pandemic started and you're looking for a way just to pass some time because you've mm-hmm. got all kinds of it all, I, I found myself spending more time on YouTube oh, did you? than anything else, and I was watching old Mike Tyson fights. <laughs> old Mike Tyson fights. Because you could watch like seven or eight in an hour. Because <laughs> they're know, so quick. He just, he just pound the hell out of somebody for a couple of minutes, and it's over. That's it, man. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. You, you end up doing some crazy stuff on lockdown when yeah. it's over a year, you know. So I thought this was perhaps something you started doing when when that kicked in. No, I just drank. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I did this really different thing on lockdown. I yeah. I drank. <laughs> if, if, if I would have had to have stayed home because we were here every day. Yeah, you guys still to come in. But if if I were to have stayed home that time. I'd be a raging alcoholic by now. I just, you know, I didn't like it. I was talking to Scott Robbins about this yesterday because, you know, we saw Jack the other day for the first time at the sales meeting, mm-hmm. and he loves it. Jack loves it. You know, he he loves being home and doing right. the show from his home. And I was talking to Scott, and Scott's like me. He says, I hated it, you know, because yeah. he did it from his bedroom for a little while. Right. I like to go someplace. I like. I yes, need to go I, someplace. I, I can't sit still long enough. Right. So. Yeah, I get a little Howard Husey there during lockdown. Just a little Howard Husey. What's that? What's that bare naked lady song? Line and Ben, just like Brian Wilson did. I, actually, I got more Brian Wilsony I, than Howard Husey. I think that's the name of the song. Yeah, I was Brian more Brian Wilsony. Wilson-y. Yeah, yeah. It was sandbox with the piano. <laughs> that's all over now. I'm feeling so much better about myself. I feel so much better about myself. I'm gonna write surfing songs, ah! even though I've never been surfing. <laughs> Is this hour over yet? No. Okay. <laughs> Almost. Almost. Uh, I, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a fun week though. I, I always love sitting, I, I enjoy sitting in for Trey and he, you know, I don't know how he feels about sitting in for me, but by the time you get to the last couple of hours of the gig, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's one thing I, I remember doing music radio where you do, you know, you do a six or seven hour shift, you know, no problem, man. Right. On part time on the weekend sometimes, you know, you do mm-hmm. give you a longer shift. But man, when you're doing talk radio for like six hours, by the end of it, you're like, nah, 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 taking your calls. Nah, 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 taking your calls. Anybody know how they make silly putty? I'm just curious. Taking your calls. <laughs> Why does she keep putting the sweater on, taking your calls? <laughs> I'm going to hear about that. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Right. Uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. And uh, uh, also, uh, what else? Going to talk about Biden a little bit more. Racism. Well, you can't get away from racism for more than 15 minutes these days, so we got to talk about some racism uh, on the show. And, uh, and and that'll be that. And then we'll leave this place, and I'll go home and take a nap. <laughs> Does that sound like a plan? Does that sound like a plan? 
Well, that's it. Uh, thanks for hanging out with me. Trey's back on Monday. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Elaine. Thanks to Don Morgan. Uh, and uh, and uh, my good brother, Trey Ware. Uh, spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you on Monday. Bye.